Why do we, who teach personal finance, live by and promote the motto, real success is ending up in heaven instead of creating wealth? We'll talk about it today. In the summer of 2020, we made the cross-country road trip back to Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Carl's... Carlisle. Carlisle. <laughs> there is a silent S in the name. I'll give you that. No, I was like mixing up Harrisburg and all. Carlsville. <laughs> okay. Carlisle, <laughs> Pennsylvania. We made the trip for your grandfather's funeral. Mm-hmm. A saint of a man. Wow. Yes. What like, a guy. There, you know, some people throw those terms around real loosely. I mean, <laughs> to almost anybody nowadays yeah, is yeah, practically yeah. canonized. Oh, he's a saint. Yeah. No, no. No, this there's a very actually, good chance he is. This, yeah, no, this, <laughs> he's never going to go through the canonization process, but if you could be any more certain, I don't, I don't know how one could be more certain. Yeah. Grandpa Incredible was something guy. else. Incredible guy. A holy man. And we were there for this, um, for his funeral mass mm-hmm. and burial and then we got to have this delightful task of going through his house. His house. <laughs> <laughs> this, all right, this man, he kept all sorts of things. Interesting My knickknacks. My whole life, I loved going to grandma and grandpa's because you never knew what you might find there. He was a collector of stories, of trinkets. Oh my, my, yes. All sorts of things. Yes. Which, for better, and maybe for a little for worse, <laughs> uh, after Grandma passed away, he collected even more. He accelerated. Than before. <laughs> or she wasn't there to... Um, Help him. Recycle some things. Yes, yes. But, um, we came out the other side of it now. It's just incredible. Like, I've got... He had this whole, you know, those plastic kind of like shoe boxes, those little ones. This one's just full of like people's like their memorial card and all these little notes of like people that he was praying for mm-hmm. all the time. This other much larger box of all these just his little thoughts, his little prayers, little poems, things he's collected, things he wrote. So many treasures mm-hmm. that, uh, that we were able to have from him. And one of them mm-hmm. is a sign that was hanging on the wall. He had a lot of things on the wall, a lot of pictures, lots of, of all sorts of, of good things. This one really stood out. One reason is because it's bright yellow, like bright <laughs> yellow. I don't know if you could get a more yellow paper <laughs> it's, yeah, to print on. It's pretty yellow. Uh, very yellow with in a black frame with thick black writing. And you could tell he printed this up and framed it. <laughs> It's a really big piece of paper, though. I don't know. It's it just not seems a bumper like sticker. Things. It's not. But it seems like it could be. I have no idea where this came from. It's a classic ism that would have come out of his mouth. And however this happened, this existing and then getting it framed. He got it framed. Mm-hmm. The name of the frame shop is on the back. He took this to them and said, Professional I want this framed. Framing. Custom framed. <laughs> This piece of paper. Oh, I love this it. This is the man he is. Uh, and it says, 
Real success is ending up in heaven. Mm. Bingo. That was his whole life was around was this. Everything. Him getting to heaven and telling as many other people about Jesus so they could too. Mm-hmm. And so I, that was one of the many things that I brought home from his house. And when we got home, I just hung it on the above our fridge. You know, there's like the two doors that open up a little bit of a cabinet up there. You I hung just it hung there. it right there. I was but like, I don't know. Those... I just want to see this all the time. <laughs> you made those doors you inoperable. Open them. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was a bit of a pain. But it was so nice to see it. Was, it. it was awesome to see that every day, multiple times a day. Mm-hmm. Get that eternal perspective. That's what's important. Get that right. It mitigates so much anxiety, frustration, losing of peace. Just keeps you focused on the prize. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we ended up within that year developing more of a studio in our wallet win studio mm-hmm. in the basement. Um, and as we were picking out things to put in the studio in the background, mm-hmm. we wanted to get just pieces of, uh, you know, books or symbols or things that mattered to us or Lego from the kids or this little trinket from a family vacation. But we knew we wanted real success is ending up in heaven to be prominently displayed mm-hmm. and to be what people knew was the heartbeat of wallet win. Yeah. That, that we're going to talk about money and we're going to talk about the practicals of it and we're going to discuss managing it and being prudent with it and building wealth. And we're going to do all of that. But the underflowing current and lifeblood of this business is the mission that real success is ending up in heaven. Yeah, we've got stickers, we've got t-shirts. This has become a very big part of what Wallowin is. Mm-hmm. And we're going to talk about why. And you might think that's a little odd because mm-hmm. I thought you guys were talking about money. I thought this was a money thing. Yeah, other financial coaches promise you a million dollar retirement mm-hmm. or a $20 million nest egg. Living like nobody or else. Or a legacy, mm-hmm. you know, where people are going to remember you. But that's not what we're going to teach you. The only thing that matters is where you end up. Mm-hmm. Real success is ending up in heaven. So let's dive in. We've got a few different reasons we want to share why this has become our mantra. Mm-hmm. And we're going to dive into those now. Yeah. The first off is this is the opposite of what you hear most of the time from most places in life, mm-hmm. whether it's explicit or, or just implied mm-hmm. success is having money. Success is having things and fame and power. Mm-hmm. That's success. Yes. Oh, he's real successful. Then we're just trying to say he's rich. <laughs> it's the nice much. way of saying he's loaded. <laughs> Talk to him. But how many people, so we, we, yeah, would, when our culture says, oh, he's successful, it means, yeah, it's a rich guy. We're, you know, very taken, very impressed yeah. by that. Mm-hmm. Very enamored by someone with money, with means. But when's the last time? I mean, not that it's exclusive. It's not. But one of these world billionaires or whatever that the media seems fixated on and so impressed with and obsessed over every movement of their life. What are the good fruits coming Mm. from that life? Honestly, a lot of times with that, you will see a life burning down or a life up in flames, unfortunately. 
Mm-hmm. And it's because our world has their eye off the prize. They're not, they're impressed with just money. Mm-hmm. Not with, and this is what is different about Wallowin. We are impressed by heroic virtue. Mm-hmm. And the degree by which someone has been transformed into the likeness of Jesus Christ. And that might mean you have a ton of money or you're loaded. But you as a person, that isn't where you put your worth. Mm-hmm. And you are displaying heroic virtue in how you handle and manage it, which is not something we get to witness often in our world today. Mm-hmm. Now, there are certainly plenty of people who do it. And a lot of times they're so humble, you don't know. I, that's what I was just you thinking. You don't know and you mm-hmm. don't get to hear their stories because they ain't gonna tell their you. eyes are on the prize <laughs> and they don't want to be um, puffed up. Or Mm -hmm. given to any sort of pride that can come with people coming and becoming yes men who just hang on to your coattails saying you're amazing. Mm -hmm. And and, and it wouldn't make any sense. Instead of instead of going around saying, look, look, look how rich I am. You could. It doesn't make sense then to instead walk around saying, look how rich I am. But doesn't really look like it does it. Mm, I'm very humble. That's not very. That's not going to happen. Right. Uh, So, yeah, if somebody's really doing this well, you might have an idea. But you're not really, it's not, yeah, it's not getting broadcast. Mm-hmm. It's not getting thrown out there all the time. And so you could be rich and be doing all this. You could also not be rich in doing this. Absolutely. Right. You, you The bank account yep. does not matter on your worth. It should not inform it. It should not define your worth. Mm-hmm. And I'd say uh, getting caught up in this and in, in a false idea of success mm-hmm. is not only for the rich. No. You could, you could be, you know, you could have $5 billion or $5,000 to your name and still be caught up with how much you have, where you're getting it from, who you're not giving it to, all of that. Yep. Absolutely. So not being given to being impressed by money, instead being impressed by heroic virtue and a life focused on real success. Mm-hmm. All right, next up. This one's, this one's juicy. This one's juicy. Um, building intentionality with money versus loving money. Mm-hmm. Gosh, and it can be such a delicate balance here. These two things, they might appear like the same action from the outside, and they're really only measured at the heart level. And it's, 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 it's a, it can be, it's juicy because it's very clear. The Bible tells us the root of love of money mm-hmm. is the root of all evil. Yes. And yeah, we want to say money is not the root of all evil. Let's nope. go ahead and ax that out. But when I hear Christians do that and ax that out, they all of a sudden forget. They don't even want, they think that loving money means I think having money equals loving money. They well no 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 they think that loving money are like is all these sinful out there people and that it couldn't be me. Mm -hmm. But loving money could look really subtle and we have to always be guarding ourselves from that. It really could. So an example here that I got from my own life. I have fallen into the love of money. And I am really diligent about rooting it out, 
ruthless. So, and I want to help encourage you if you're listening to be as diligent. So here's how it could look for, for me when I'm budgeting, creating that budget for the month. Am I doing it because I'm aiming to just be a good steward and I want whatever God's entrusting to us? Do I want that to be received in gratitude and be put to the best possible task within reason? Or am I budgeting because I'm obsessed with security, number crunching, and that that activity is you, I'm using it as a false way to ease my own anxieties and stresses. Mm. I'm using it as a coping mechanism instead of going to Jesus. My number crunching is becoming the thing that I'm relying on and trusting in instead of actually just budgeting because I want to be a good steward. Mm. Those are really different motivations. And I have most of the time I'm on the first one. But you know it, and I know it, John. Mm. <laughs> I know, yes. There have been some seasons where I'm not just trying to build intentionality with money. I was loving it. And mm. because of that, what are the fruits that came from it? Me, hold up with my, with my budget. Stressed. All, I, I'm raging. I'm fearful. I'm panicked. It doesn't change anything. It doesn't. And so I am now I'm, I'm ruthless when those situations come up and it's like, whoa, 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 no, no, no. This is a form of loving money mm. out of here because I don't want anything jeopardizing real success. All right. Take us to the next one. Uh, the third thing about this that we love is that our handling of money cannot compromise this end goal of heaven. Money can either become a stumbling block or it can be a catapult when our eyes are on the prize. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's money has this um, multiplying or magnifying effect. Mm, yes, more money absolutely. usually just makes us more of who we already are. If you're generous and selfless with a little, a couple bucks in your pocket, you'll probably be generous and selfless with millions. But if you're a jerk who holds on tightly to a penny, there's no hope uh, when you've got a lot. <laughs> you're going to be Scrooge. <laughs> you're going to be Scrooge at the beginning of a Christmas Carol. <laughs> and so it's much better uh, for everyone, certainly you, if you are handling money and you understand money in a way that it is that catapult, that it's the benefit to you. that. Yes, having more, we we'll say with money, we'll go. Oh, well, he, uh, you know, oh, she's she's got she's got the means to do that, mm -hmm. right? She's she's got the money to do it, right? It's the means. We just have to make sure it's towards a good end. Exactly. So if you have a heart that is directed towards helping others, towards glorifying God, all these good things, and you have more means to do that. That's a really good thing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We just need to guard ourselves and know those bits of us that aren't always on board with that. We want to make sure we've got ours mm. or protecting self-interests. Yeah, yep. Our self-interest. We self -serving. need to understand that, right? Most of the time, I think if we're doing our job, um, living our life and being faithful, 
it's towards a generous end. And we are part of the also common good. There's always concupiscence. Yes. And We're taking care of, of ourselves is part of yeah. the common good. Yes. But we know we could always take it a little farther. <laughs> mm-hmm. There's the common good. And then there's the personal better. <laughs> I could always take it up just another notch (laughs) (laughs) past what is prudent. (laughs) Um, Yeah. And so we really just we we want you to have money be a benefit to your soul, not a blockage. And so we do. We teach the practicals around money. We teach you how to budget. We teach you how to get money in savings for emergencies. We teach people how to invest. We teach people how to start businesses um, how to buy homes, how to play the long game, how to cultivate generosity within yourself, how to build virtue when you handle money. And we do it all with our eyes on the one prize of what real success is. And whatever financial circumstances God calls you to, we all can be confident that we're called to be good stewards of what's entrusted to us. Now, we don't always get to control the amount you know, that is going to be given, but we're called to be good stewards of whatever it is that's entrusted to us and that our handling of the little, the medium amount, the large or the big kahuna amount that might be under our care, it's got to be a springboard to the real end goal and that we can't get our eyes fixed looking at the money. It's always got to be serving this the real end goal, if that makes sense. And so that's how we are different here on the Catholic Money Show is that that's always going to be our approach. We're going to talk about money, but it's never the end goal. As Jonathan said, it's purely the means. It's just a tool to accomplishing the real end goal. Yep. Real success is ending up in heaven. It's what we want for ourselves. It's what we want for you, certainly. But we want for everybody. And our job is to help the money part of it be a little bit easier and help you on the way. Absolutely. Amen. Well, we want to leave you at the end of this episode with another tool that you could actually take to help you examine your relationship with money. This is something I, I go through. You know, whenever I line up for confession, I, I do not forget to kind of comb over maybe my relationship with finances because it can be one of those hairy and often overlooked areas where you really want to examine some of those motivations. And it's how I discovered the whole budgeting thing for myself. Uh, you can go to walletland.com slash examination, and you can download your copy of the Financial Examination of Conscience today. Until next time, bye for now. This podcast is part of the Spoke Street Network. For more great podcasts, visit spokestreet.com.